Don't let this cat into your house. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Tiger Who Came to Tea, by Judith Kerr, published by Harper Collins. The Tiger Who Came to Tea is a tale about a family who has a run-in with a tiger and has everything taken from them. Will this family ever be the same after this experience? Well, I don't care if they're endangered. Bring a gun in case this cat thinks about heading our way. We begin on a little girl and her mum having tea. I thought caffeine stunts your growth. Or is that a wives' tale made up so that kids aren't chugging coffee left and right? I've seen kids with sugar highs. Could you imagine what they would do on a caffeine high? Your living room would turn into a war zone. It would be like clashes between Antifa and the Proud Boys every night. Anyway, sorry for starting so off topic. The girl's name is Sophie, and her and her mum both hear the doorbell ring. They have a visitor. The girl and mum wonder who it could be, and I'm right there with them. Could it be Nancy Pelosi dropping in after her visit to Taiwan? Or could it be the guys from Jackass because they heard the mum talking about tea bags? Well, Sophie opens the door and, oh no way, it's a tiger, trying to slide his way in like a door-to-door roof salesman. I did not see that one coming. The title of the book doesn't give it away or anything. He's got one paw through the door, and this exchange happens. Quote, The tiger said, Excuse me, but I'm very hungry. Do you think I could have tea with you? Sophie's mummy said, Of course, come in. End quote. Jolly good, won't you come right in? The UK must be different than the US, because on this side of the pond, we don't just let strange people or cats in our houses that could clearly kill us. This cat must have been casing the house for weeks. You don't just show up at the exact right time for a spot of tea. Well, they give this some bitch an inch, and he takes a mile. They offer him a sandwich, and he takes all of them. He chugs all the tea. He devours everything on the table. He eats them bone dry. We've seen guys like this in previous stories. He's a mooch, or a taker. He literally brings nothing to the table. For some, this cat might be a friend. Others, it might be an unexpected party guest. For me, it's every homeless person in Chicago. They ask me for some change, or a CTA pass, and out of the goodness of my heart, I oblige. But, by the end of our exchange, they walk away with a $20 bill, a hotel room, and a gift card to a massage parlor. I feel dirty every time I try to be generous because of people like this who aren't just happy with the charity they're given. This cat doesn't just stay at the table either. He goes on the prowl for whatever else they have in their home. Quote, And he drank all the milk and all the orange juice and all of daddy's beer and all the water in the tap. End quote. All of daddy's beer? Somebody get me a gun. I'll shoot this beast myself. That's too far. If I didn't have any money for gas, I would go to the zoo right now and find this cat. Since I don't, though, 
I'll just finish the review. Hopefully he gets what's coming to him. After the house is bone dry, the tiger just jets. He's out of there faster than a vegan at a butcher shop. With all that beer in him, he stumbled out of there just in the nick of time because daddy showed up right after he left. Ooh, he's going to be pissed. I can't wait to see what he does. So what does he do, you ask? Well, he tells them all to put on their coats. Because they're going on a rare big cat hunt? Nope, he's telling them they're going to the cafe. What the hell? You just had everything taken from you, and now you're going to spend money you don't have? That doesn't seem right. Unless, they're loaded. As in, rich. Maybe that's why they don't seem to care. I can't relate. How are they not as mad as I am? Yeah, they have to have money, because the next day Sophie and her mum just restock like nothing happened. And their solution to if the tiger shows up again isn't an extra lock on the door or a security camera. No, they buy a massive amount of tiger food. If someone swindles you out of all your food, you don't go, Please, sir, do you want some more? No, you form a search party, you find that cat, force him to change his stripes, and you get your damn beer back. There's got to be some sort of a UK-US disconnect here. Well, of course the story ends letting us know the tiger never came back. That's what swindlers do. They know how to disappear at the most opportune times. I did not know we were going to be starting our Monday off so hot with this one. But this moral hits too close to home. Judith showed the reader an important lesson about not just letting anyone into your home. You can't trust everyone. There are plenty of scammers out there, over the phone, or going door to door, who are out to take you for everything you have. You have to verify who they are before you give anything. That applies to charity as well. If you're trying to do a good deed, you have to have reasonable limits. You can't give someone everything, or you yourself don't prosper. But where Judith and I differ in this moral is with the tiger food. Judith obviously wrote this when she had money, and she could just pay people to leave her alone. Or maybe that's just how they do it in England. Not all of us have that luxury, which is why I think this story is great for gun advocacy. If Sophie had a gun, her tiger problems would have been solved. Bitch better have my money. Don't act like you forgot. So yeah, I would have rewrote the ending. And that brings us to Judith's writing. Besides that ending, I loved it. It was highly relatable. We've all made mistakes like Sophie and her mum, and the way they handled it with calm was comforting. And seeing a picture book with a reference to beer was a delightful touch. Judith's pictures were well done too. Showing this conniving cat's face just made my blood boil. And the way she depicted the home was extremely real. Having the tiger be the only fantastical being in this world helped to add gravity to the villain. I'm still upset about this tiger so I'm going to grab myself a beer. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 4.3. I'll have the full bird and a taste of the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.